morning and welcome to Bite Size. My name is Oni Pollock. And I'm your host here on uh, normal Wednesdays from 9 to 11 a.m. Eastern. But today from 9 to 10 a.m. Eastern right here on the Nachum Siegel Network. As you know now, our programming here on the network on Tuesdays and Wednesdays looks a little bit different in the morning, which means uh, this show for the next few more weeks, month or so, plus whatever it is, will be simply an hour. That's okay. You hear from me plenty, whether it's on Monday, whether it's on the Thursday live launch, and I'm sure much of uh, or some of what I'll talk about now will also probably end up on uh, tomorrow's live launch. Actually, this show is going to be interesting. It's an hour long, obviously, which is one factor in its uh, interesting adjective I gave it, but um, also because I'm not really sure what's going to happen on this week's show, which is going to which is going to make for a fun opening. But so if I uh, you know while I do my intro, if I find out more, I will let you know. But I came back. I am back. I think the last time you heard from me was the first time we did an hour, and I had a cold and disaster. Anyway, I'm back. I'm pumped. I'm. I'm. My voice is back and normal. I think. Um, I've got. You know, some people will say I got sunburned. I say I got color. This is just the way I tan. You might tan differently. I don't know, but um, I'm back from my trip. For those of you that missed it, I was in uh, Ecuador. I was in Peru. For what was supposed to be 10 days ended up being nine days. Um, thank God it all worked out. But um, I was in Ecuador for, um, it, 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 you know, it, it was myself and two friends on this trip. And literally, like, we, we get there on a Thursday. And let's say it's Sunday or let's say it's Shabbos. And we're talking about what happened in the last few days. And we're like, we have no idea what happened yesterday. Like, and then and then you go on your trip and it's Wednesday, so it's you're right, you're six days in and you have no idea what happened Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, because like everything is just one big blur, one giant blob. And I, and I say it in a good way, like I'm just like we did so much, but it all feels like one day. It all feels like we did so much. And and when you say vacation, you say waking up at nine, at ten a.m. You go to the beach. The way I vacation with my friends, for now at least. I, I kid you not, from Sunday morning until Friday morning, the average wake-up for that week, which uh, was both Ecuador and Peru, the average wake-up was probably, I think, 5.15 a.m. Some days 4.30 a.m., some days as, as late as 6, and I, I, as late, I promise you, as late as 6. A lot of the days we woke up and it was dark outside. It's a packed day, and I'm not, I'm not complaining at all. Like, this is, uh, you know, when you're in a foreign country, when you only have 10 days, there's X amount of stuff you want to do, and there's not as much time to do it as you think, and you just got to go, 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 and especially in a foreign country where uh, you're relying usually on either public transportation or, or an Uber or a taxi. Um, it's, it's, it's just a totally different uh, ball game in terms of the way you plan. So I say, you know, we say when, when we get married one day, you know, we'll vacation by going to the beaches in Greece and Hawaii and those types of places. But for now, my friends and I, we like doing, um, you know, different uh, beautiful, you know, nature areas, whether we went to Iceland and Norway a few years ago. So that was waterfalls and geysers and beautiful landscapes and mountains and hikes and fjords in Norway. Um, this trip in Peru, Ecuador was also, I mean, you have beautiful, stunning mountains and desert. We spent the day in the desert, which was probably my favorite day in Huacachina. Um, you know, with the, the sand dunes and you go sandboarding down it and then you go uh, on the dune buggy through the crazy hills in the sand dunes and you go, um, you know, you see the sunset there, and we went ATVing, like, just so, so beautiful, and um, so it, 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 you know, also a similar type of trip, and, and, and you know, I came back from, from the last trip, 
and I was talking about how you know one of the two biggest organizations I think that are that are so so important in the Jewish world. I, I always talk about Hatzalah, obviously, um, the foundation for Jewish broadcasting, of course, and the other one is also um, Chabad, and and you know in Iceland and in Iceland at the time we were not able to utilize it in in Norway because they didn't have one in Norway. We were. Um, so I was really excited, and a lot of people say, why do we go for 10 days, and why is it two Shabbases? Don't you want as many days as possible? And I say, honestly, the Shabbases are probably what I look forward to the most out of it. I, I love spending Shabbos in another community, and especially when I say another community in another part of the world, um, and seeing how they you know, celebrate Shabbos. And you know, really two different extremes the way we celebrated the, the, this time around, because in Quito and Ecuador— um, you're talking about a Chabad family that's been there for years, and there's no, you know, real, real Jewish community there in Quito. Um, or I should say, there's a community. The Chabad, though, is not a, you know, is not necessarily in the community there. Uh, they they have a great relationship, but nonetheless, you know, the people, the Jewish people, aren't around it. So it was us, um, another two guys that were traveling. I think from Israel and from New York. I um, another couple that was there Friday night. We were able. We did not get a minion on Friday night, but really the Friday night meal. You know, we're there for hours. The stories you hear at a Chabad meal are absolutely incredible, absolutely insane. The Chabad wife there, um, she said, um, you know, early on, and and you know, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna use the words my career, but you know, just as as the wife there, she used to after every Shabbos, she used to write down the stories as she remembered them because she said you could publish a book of the stories you hear at a Chabad table, and it would be some of the most incredible stories you'll ever hear. And they're all, you know, you hope true, obviously, but but the stories just that I heard that Shabbos. Um, and I didn't even have anything to say, just listening to everyone, just absolutely incredible. And, and the family there and, and you talk to the kids because, you know, the kids are excited to, uh, you know, talk to new people and just how, uh, how you see how a Jewish Orthodox family lives in, in a world that there's not much Jewish communal life around them. It, it's really um, outstanding. And then we go. So, you know, Shabbos day, we didn't get a minion until 1130 in the morning, literally. You know, we were told 10, we get there and we try to fetch as many people we got. We finally got a minion at 1130. Um and then we had the, the you know the lunch meal, and then we went back to our Airbnb. Um, it, it was just a beautiful Shabbos in that sense. And then we go to Cusco, Peru, which, for those of you, most people, I have never heard of Cusco before. Then before this, um, apparently the Cusco Chabad has, hosts, I, I believe, the largest um, seder I think in Chabad, and if not in the entire world, they have over a thousand people. From what I was told, I think they had two seven hundred fifty people sedarim, and they had to do it in shifts because of the space regulations. Uh, truly incredible, and, and once you get there, you sort of you, you realize both the incredible power um, that, that the Chabad there has, and 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 what it's there for. Because um, many of you may not know, many of you do, may know, um, Israelis when they finish the army, a lot of them like to travel. They, they you know they they get enough money, and before they go to college, before they go to work, whatever it is, they love to travel for six months to a year. And we met so many different. Um, either Israelis traveling in packs of four, some just, you know, one person, some, you know, couples, whatever it was, we met so many of them. And, you know, we were, we were obviously called the Americans there and there happened to be probably about 15 Americans. Usually there's really not that many. Um, there was another nurse's mission. Um, but we, we had this, um, you know, we were called the Americans and they were all like, I can't believe you're only here for 10 days. We're like, yeah, like, listen, you know, in our culture and in the way in America works, uh, you know, we work, and, and and unless you're doing this trip uh, when you quit your job or before you have a job, and if you somehow have enough money to go travel the world for six months, uh, this is how we do it. Like, you, we have to take about ten days, two weeks if we're lucky. You know, I'm lucky to work here where or my boss is here. As you may know, they're very nice to me, and they say, yeah, like, go ahead. And you know, it's maybe not the easiest time, but 
Um, we made it work, and I thanked them for that. And and I said, like, it's not easy to get one person to take off ten days in a row, <laughs> for certain, not three. So you know, we were lucky enough to make it work. They're like, you're crazy. How do you how do you do it for ten days? We're doing it for six months, and you know, so that's why we try to pack as much in as possible. These people, you know, they go on a five day hike, and then they come back to Cusco, and then they go fly to somewhere else to do another four day hike, and then they fly back to Cusco because the Chabad there is so important, and it's very important to these Israelis, you know, to keep Shabbos and to have this place. Uh, a place that's kosher there. It, it's really, truly incredible the amount. The, the, the people that we met, uh, the relationships we formed with the most random people, but like everyone is there to have you know a good time and to meet people and to, you know, um, Friday night, what's called the Fabrangan, obviously, in the Chabad terms. It was, really, it was sort of like an open Q&A. And it was very interesting to see about 20 Israelis um, you know, myself and my friends were there, and it, it, it's all taking you know talking, taking place in Hebrew. But I understand pretty much all the Hebrew there. I, I can't speak it as well, but I understand all the Hebrew. And just listening to these Israelis, not even it was sort of like the question arose about Haredim in the army, and, and whatever your viewpoint is. And there were you know twenty Israelis there somewhere in kippahs, rugas, um, some not wearing kippahs at all. And the way they they spoke about it, and yeah, they 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 had different viewpoints and different arguments, but it, it was it was so. Um, just so peaceful, so so nice to see them all talk it out and flush it out, and it was it was I mean a fascinating conversation to begin with, especially talking to the people that do represent the Israeli army. Um, you know, this is just one of the many many examples just on Shabbos that we had um, both in Cusco and Quito of the wonderful conversations we've had. So you know, I have I have so much more to talk about, and uh, you know, unfortunately. I only have an hour to the show, and usually I only intro for 10 minutes, and I think we're already at the 10-minute mark. But um, really, just just an in- incredible trip. I, I, I try to encourage anyone um, that hasn't traveled yet. And I'm, I'm, and I, I'm telling you, I, I am telling you this, I, 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 when I grew up, my family did not take vacations. We weren't the traveling type, and I, you know, my, my friends would go travel, and I'd be like, like, what do I care to travel? Like, I could always Google image X. I could always Google image Y. Um, you know, like... Okay, so I'll type in Machu Picchu and I'll see it for myself, right? Um, and then uh, when I started working here, actually, when we started traveling to Paris, I remember I it was the second trip when I went to Venice, um, and I called my friend who's done a lot of traveling. I said, dude, I am hooked. Like, I'm telling you right now, if I could just quit and with whatever money I made and travel the world for a year, I would. Like, it is absolutely incredible, the power of traveling. Then once went to Iceland and Norway, hooked. Uh, you know, since then, obviously for work, we've been doing a lot of Israel and just locally around America, <laughs> locally, I say, um, around, you know, traveling around America, whether it be Los Angeles, Florida, Chicago, Boston, whatever it is, I've been all over Cleveland, um, back home in Houston. And then this trip, and I'm just like, all I want to do is go back out there and travel. And it's, and it's, you know, whether it be because of the Shabbos is that you experience, but also it's, it's just the, the, uh, you know, I guess there's not not necessarily a shtick, but like right, marabu You know, we say it every day, and it's just like in New York. Sure, you 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 see examples of that, and where you at, wherever you live, wherever you're listening from, you see examples of it. But just to go and travel the world to places you never thought you'd be in, like Peru, like Ecuador. I never even you know Ecuador was not even a thought in my mind until two months before this trip when we were talking about. it. I was like, yeah, I'll go to Ecuador. Like I have no idea what's there, but let's do it. And the things that you see there are just so beautiful and incredible, and and. Uh, some of you might be listening to this and laughing at it because because you haven't sensed it yet, and that's fine. Because trust me, I didn't sense it when 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 it happened to me um, when I didn't travel. But I'm telling you, the second you go traveling, and I know it really is not for everyone. It is tough. It is you know you're not eating normal foods like you're used to. It was us. We packed a bag of uh, salamis and and crackers and and a bunch of Cliff bars and chewy bars, and and that's what we ate for the majority of the time. Um, you know, and it's tiring at times. Waking up early and the logistics. You know. 
sitting in a car for three hours, it, it sounds like a joke and easy enough, but it, it really is tiring. But but I really, I encourage everyone to just take time away from your regular life. And try, I am a person I love. Uh, I love regularity. I, I like routine a lot. At the same time, I also like the spontaneity of life. I like um, having to adjust to things, but I also just like stepping out. Like sometimes you just need a break from your life. Just go to Cusco, Peru, you know, go to South Africa, go to Australia, wherever, wherever it is in the world, go to Europe, go on a 10 day trip with your friends, with your spouse, your significant other, whoever it is. I, I, I can't guarantee you, but I promise you it's probably something you won't ever regret. It is something you will remember forever. Um, you know, I'm not here to be your financial advisor and tell you to, uh, spend a lot of your savings on it. I'm really not, but I think there is a value to traveling that unless you have done it, you won't necessarily understand. And I really, I, I tell all my friends, you know, they ask me how my trip is and, and I say it was awesome. I, I, I tell like, please go and do something with your friends, find people. <laughs> Heck, I'd love, I'd love to go again somewhere. I, I, I've been, I've been thinking about it and I'm just like, all I want to do this summer is find another seven day trip or something to go on because, there's so much beauty in this world. There's so many things for us to encounter. There's so many things for us to experience that we're not able to experience in an everyday life when we're sitting at our desk job or whatever it is. But when you're out in the in the world, seeing people you've never seen before, seeing cultures you have never seen before, seeing you know the, the people in Lima and the people in 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 Ecuador and the people all over this world, the, the lives they live in Peru, in Ecuador, so simple. You know, it's family based, it's religious based, it's friends based. I, I'm sitting here. I'm like, they live such simple lives. It's because in America, I'm used to this whole grand life there. Like they, they don't even know that exists. They don't even have the concept of phones and, 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 and TVs. I, I mean, they do, but they, they don't understand the, the level it, to the extent that it grows here in America and, and everything that goes on. It, it's, I mean, it's remarkable. I have so, again, so, so much more to say, but, but um, not that my time's short because I do run this show. I do produce this show, but nonetheless, um, I'm sure I'll talk about it more. Maybe, maybe it'd be the next show. Maybe it'd be on the Thursday live lunch. And really, if you have any questions about traveling, you can email me, Yoni at I, you, As you can tell, I love to discuss it. I think it's, it, it's important. Not only is it, is it something that, um, you know, I tell people that they should do and, and, and I'm sort of like joking around, but, but I think it's an important thing to, to, to gain perspective on this world, to gain perspective on, on the, the people of this world and, and to God, like just to see what's out there. Um, you just never know what you will see. Forget about in New York, but but in South America and all the continents in this world, um, it's just it, it, this world is absolutely incredible. And I think uh, if if people have the chance to experience it, if it's a five day trip, if it's a ten day trip, if they could go for traveling for six months, I encourage everyone, absolutely everyone, to go ahead and do it. And like I said. To shift gears here, I have no idea what's flying on the show. I don't know if there are interviews this week. Um, I've been trying to figure it out. So at 9.30, is there a chance you hear from someone? Uh, there's a chance. There, there really always is a chance. But I'm not going to promise anything, so I really have no idea. Um, so at 9.30, it's possible. Otherwise, 10 a.m., we're going to shift gears to the new programming here on the network and the Wednesday's live lunch with Avrami will come up at 11 a.m. So that'll do it for now. We have plenty of acapella music as Lagba Omer is tonight. So we still got Lagba, uh, we still got, excuse me, acapella music tonight. And I think as I customarily do, I do acapella music all the way through Shavuos, um, which isn't necessarily so tough when it's an hour. And you know I like acapella, so it doesn't bother me. But um, I think that is the plan to um, continue that through Shavuos this year as well. So all right. Let's go over to uh, more a cappella music, and we start things off again. Thank you to the Y Studs for this one. Mahapecha, Shel Simcha, on this Wednesday on Bite Size, right here at the Nachum Siegel Network. Da, 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 da. 
in any city I feel at home Right from the start to the last Fear cut of a zone I got that pride in my religion Got my friends and family Got that holler in the oven It's so hot mm, We keep these same traditions After so many centuries Let it all to be with 
distant dreams have now come true. Walk the streets of legends told. We've come home. We've come home. We've come home. And we'll never stand alone. After 2,000 years, we are home. Not a native of this land. Bring me up and take my hand. Sapphire seas and golden sand, a place called home. We've come home, we've come home to a land of our own. After two thousand years, we are Without choices, we hear 
Hashem, 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 Hashem,
Shia Hashem In Hela 
half the shul can hear the rabbi ask, how come so late? Oh, just getting ready for Yom Kippur is all he'd say. But now I'm going up to pray. And when he finished davening, the rabbi asked to tell What was it he was thinking of that made him sing so well? Well, you knew my dad was deaf, he said Last night he passed away It's the first time that my father's heard me pray And he takes his place around it By the holy Torah And in a voice so beautiful He begins to sing Oh, every heart was broken Oh, and every soul burned bright from his college rain at Yom Kippur night. Oh, every heart was broken. Oh, and every soul burned bright. From his college rain at Yom Kippur night. על הקמת מדינה יהודית בארץ ישראל, היא מדינת ישראל.
הודות, החירות, הצדק והשלום. תבטיח חופש דת, מצפון, לשון, חינוך ותרבות, לטובת כל תושב. for us here on Bite Size. Uh, earlier on in the show, in the intro, I spent, uh, it might have been my longest intro ever, I'm not really sure, in terms of Bite Size records, but uh, if you wanted to hear about my travels and my thoughts on traveling, uh, you would have to go uh, rewind, I guess, in the archives to the intro here. As uh, To me, I think it's important. Many of you might be like, that's nothing that's like really important in this life. Hey, to each their own, you know, you do you, I have my thoughts, you have your thoughts. It's cool. Like, it, like obviously, there's obviously room to disagree and agree, whatever it is. But, um, you know, it's something that I think is important. So you want to check that out at the beginning of this show if you missed it. Otherwise, uh, coming up next is our new programming here on uh, the Nahum Siegel Network. And at 11 a.m., it is Thursday, uh, the Wednesday live lunch. Skipping days here, the Wednesday live lunch with Avrami Finkelstein coming up next. Thank you all for tuning in for the last hour here with me. My name is Yoni Pollock. I'd like to wish you all a good day. And if you're celebrating Lagba Omer, do it safely tonight. And I'd like to remind you that the bite size is always, always, always the right size.